Hi, I'm Morgan B. Cohen, and you're listening to a coming-of-age movie. What's up, everyone? I'm Kira. And I'm Julia. Welcome or welcome back to a coming-of-age movie. This week, we're super excited to be joined by Morgan B. Cohen. You may know her from her Instagram or TikTok, where she has over 1 million followers. Morgan, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, guys. How are you doing today? I'm good. I mean, I woke up a little earlier than I usually do, but it's okay. That's good. Getting an early start to the day. Getting an early start to the day for sure. Yeah. That's good. It's better good. than what I usually do. Yeah. <laughs> I like wake, waking up early. It's like tiring, but it's good because then you, you feel like you have so much more time to yeah. just go and be productive. Yeah, literally. Like, I feel like I've done way more in the past like two hours than I've done in the past couple of days, which is so <laughs> sad, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Hey, it works. I don't mind it. So anyway, uh, we're big fans of you on social media. I so let's that. just... What would you consider your like job to be? Like, do you do social media full time? Are you a content creator? What What would it's, you say? It's so weird because when people ask me what my job is when I'm like outside of the house, I say I'm a TikToker, and I feel kind of pathetic when I say that because I'm 24 and I'm saying that. But whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess my full time job is definitely influencing. I guess you can say that. But I also do do. Depop on the side, which I have always been obsessed. Like I have a really bad shopping addiction, like to the point where it's it's like I've taken up four rooms in my house. It's it's god awful. Um, but I also have an insane addiction to vintage shopping. I love vintage shopping more than anything. It's like my safe place. So when I started going vintage shopping and then building up all of these vintage items, I was like. I don't need this in my house. I don't even wear this anymore. These are just cool pieces. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna see if anybody wants them. And so I started doing like a TikTok live selling my Depop stuff and it like took off. I've been doing that for the past like two months and pretty good source of income. I'll say that, but I love doing that. So yeah, influencing and then Depop seller is my, is my job. Awesome. I went through a very brief depop selling phase um because my mom had a bunch of like really old records and i was like you know what these can like go for some money but then it just got, it was like so much work i was like so confused of like how to work the app and it was just weird oh, yeah. and i, I get it, it for me <laughs> you know what's so weird about the records thing is every time i go thrift shopping and i bring my boyfriend this is every single time he doesn't find clothes he somehow always finds old records he has like hundreds of just old records sitting in my house i'm just like what are you gonna do with these you don't even have a record player he's like i just love them i'm like okay whatever I like to look at them but it's yeah he spends a lot of money on records there's a lot of money within records i would say very expensive yeah. my friend like bought records before he had a record player too and he was like i'll one day i'll listen to them yeah literally <laughs> i'm just like okay or you could just like listen to them on spotify he's like it doesn't sound the same morgan you I don't know. Get i'm so guilty of that it's okay yeah. He's an old soul though, so it makes sense. So uh, going back to your social media, when and why did you first start posting? Um, okay, so when I first started posting, actually, when I first started posting, so my dad's a doctor and COVID just hit. And I was actually working at, my godfather owns Triller. Do you guys know what Triller yeah. is? Yeah. Competitor app for TikTok. Yeah. Was that like when TikTok like almost died and everyone's like, go yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I know what it is. <laughs> so he, I used to work for Triller. I used to work for my, my godfather. And, um, then I started working with all these influencers and I was like, I feel like I, I could do this. 
And so I just like got on and I started posting videos of my dad talking about COVID. Cause I was like, I guess people want to know more things about COVID and it's good to have someone that like reassures you like what's going on. So I started posting videos of him. I got like my first 10 K views or 10 K followers. And then, um, I got into a relationship and then the relationship ended up being like the most toxic thing I've ever gone through mentally. I could not handle it. And I needed some sort of outlet because I couldn't talk to my friends about it because they were also friends with him and they also weren't giving me any kind of reassurance or anything. And I just felt so fucking alone, like alone to a point where I would just sit in my bed and be like, what am I doing? Like, do I even like my friends at this point? And so I started videotaping all of my days of the progress that I was making throughout my breakup. And I started naming them um, by like day one, day two. I didn't even put any context into it. I just posted and just said day one, just like logged it, like a video log. And then people started realizing what I was going through without even talking about it, without any context of it. And so I named it the growth series and I just did that and just followers kept coming on. I started getting more messages about how they're going through a breakup too and what they did to help themselves. And honestly, I think that's just how my TikTok kind of blew up was due to vulnerability. It wasn't due to me posting my dad. It was due to the fact that I just started being myself and I felt like I was always so bottled up my entire life, not being able to actually speak on how I feel or feel like I'm annoying people when I talk. Cause I always have that fear that I am annoying people when I talk. And I just kind of said, fuck it. I, I have nothing to lose. And I just started posting how I felt. And then I had friends that were messaging me saying like, why are you posting these or to like making fun of me? Like my, my ex-boyfriend's friends would make fun of me constantly for it. And then when I started actually getting bigger, then I started getting the text messages saying like, you're doing so good. Like, I'm so proud of you, blah, blah. And I'm like, you guys are so fake. Like majority of you like are just such bad friends. Like you weren't even there for me throughout majority of this. Like I maybe had like four friends that actually consoled me and like were there for me and gave me the honest truth. And then the rest of them were just like going to this guy's parties and not like being there for me and being like, fake friends and like saying like we have your back but like watching him talk shit about me it was just like I felt so alone and I just needed somewhere to let out my feelings and I never even mentioned him in it never mentioned anyone a part of it I just did me and then I guess that worked and so I just always lead in with vulnerability with whatever I do now because it just feels better to be my authentic self because I feel like I was playing such a role before because I just didn't want people to not like me. And now I don't give a shit if anybody likes me. So, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like, you know, posting all that's obviously very vulnerable, like you were saying. So like when you were going into it, did you feel like, oh, I'm like showing something, like showing a very personal side of myself right now? Or was it more like, it's something I need to do? Like, I don't even care who's like watching it. It's just like, I need to be putting this out there just to like, let it go kind of. Like, how do you feel doing that? I think doing it, um, well, first starting out, I kind of, I kind of had a feeling that I knew I was going to get made fun of. So I would actually delete some of my videos and then I would put them back up because I'm like, wait, why am I deleting this? Why the fuck do I even care what these people say? Um, It was definitely more fear of being made fun of by my peers than fear of being made fun of by strangers on the internet. I don't care about people that like 
give me shit on the internet because they're just people behind a screen. And I know for a fact that if I saw them in person, they wouldn't be mean to me. They would probably want to try and be my friend. Like, it's just like, I don't believe half the shit I see on the internet because I know that the people on the internet are different from the people that are in front of you. So I think how I felt about it was fear at first and then relief. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. It's like a natural, it's just like a little healing thing for yourself. You're making content, but it's also like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it gave me more. Cause I've, I've been through breakups before. Like my first breakup was extremely hard on me. And I feel like if I had this kind of outlet, it would have been easier for me. Cause I knew I wasn't alone, but um, this one actually was much easier for me because I had this outlet because I had someone to talk to and just needed a pair of ears to listen to me or just relate to something that I'm going through. So yeah. So what would be your tips for someone going through a similar situation? Ugh. Honestly, when I say, oh, so I actually had this conversation with my boyfriend the other day. I'm like, how do you think that you would get over a breakup? And he's like, honestly, Morgan, there's no way to really get over a breakup. It really just has to be an instance where you don't see them the same anymore and you don't feel the same as them anymore and you don't feel love towards them anymore. And it's not like one thing happens and then you just don't love them anymore. It has to be a series of things for you to be like, I just don't feel the same way anymore. There's no book on how to get get over someone. There's just no book on how to get over them. Like I'm sure I'm sure there is books, but there's no actual well, they're like, not like they're not gonna not like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Because even when you're reading these books, you're still thinking about the person, you know, you're still thinking about like, oh my God, okay, so this is gonna actually get through to me and and he's he's gonna he's gonna want me back if I do this. Like no, like there has to be an instance in your life with this person, whether it be cheating, whether it be them lying to you all these like certain things like just a buildup of things in order for you to just be like I don't even think I love you anymore I don't I don't recognize the person that I fell in love with this isn't who I want anymore and that is so hard but it it really is just that or like even falling in love with someone else and not having the same feelings for that person like there's no real way. I mean, there's ways to make yourself feel better after a breakup, finding a hobby, finding a passion, finding something to distract yourself. But the real way to get over someone is an instance to happen for you to actually realize this isn't what I want anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's a little bit easier to um, recognize, you know, oh, this is obviously a bad relationship. Oh, like, you know, they're lying, they're cheating, whatever. But it's also yeah. kind of hard sometimes to notice the little things that make a good relationship. So what would you say um, are those little differences that make, you know, a good partner versus like a bad partner? Um, you know, it's crazy is I used to settle and I didn't even realize I was settling for the bare minimum until my boyfriend right now. Um, when people send you like good morning texts, you think, oh my God, he's thinking about me right when he wakes up. Like, this is amazing. It's literally takes two seconds to send a fucking good morning text. Like that's just like what it is. And like, like aside from other things, like let's put one, one instance in perspective. My computer broke. I broke my computer, by the way, my screen completely shattered. And my boyfriend went out of his way to go and get my computer fixed and paid for it and everything without like me having to ask him and he just wanted to do it like when they care they care and they will show it and 
when he's busy, he will still call me on his breaks. Like when he's shooting something, he will still call me on his breaks. He will still maintain communication with me. He will reassure me. Like when he gets a text message late at night, he'll like tell me who it is. So I'm not like worried because he knows that I've been burned so many times. He knows that I have all of these horrible trust issues and he'll just tell me just to tell me because he wants to reassure me when they care they care and they will show it and and compared to my last relationships where there were so many lies and deceit and cheating it's just it's an entirely different world that I'm realizing and you kind of you you definitely realize your worth within it like I've had relationships where I would say I feel so ugly right now and they'd be like yeah, um, maybe you should just stop eating like less shit and like go oh work. My God. And I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. And then when I tell my boyfriend right now that I feel ugly, he's like, Morgan, you have the most amazing body I have ever seen. I don't want you to lose weight at all. Like he loves, like he loves me when I'm like thicker. Like, like I'm like, I've lost like four pounds in the past like two weeks because I've been so stressed out and like working and stuff. And he's like, oh, you're getting so skinny. <laughs> do you want to eat? Do you want me to order you food? He, he, he constantly is asking to order me food. He always <laughs> orders me food. Um, but yeah, it's just like when they, people will always say that they care, but you never actually know. And action speaks so much louder than words. So yeah. yeah. That's a very good answer. It's a, it's a very good like comparison. If you're listening, yeah. Pay attention. Don't Take settle. <laughs> yeah and like you were saying your content is very like confidence-based and all about self-love so Mm -hmm. what is your goal in posting this kind of content how do you want people to feel when you're sorry hold on how do you feel when people say you're helping them get through a hard time I honestly I'm gonna be drop dead honest with you guys I don't know who's listening to me. I have no idea who's watching my videos. And I actually just posted a video the other day, like duetting someone who made like a video saying like, I saved their life. And like, it was like the sweetest video. I literally cried. Like I was like, what, what? And I got so many comments after that, like saying like, you're my comfort person. You're my safe space. When I'm sad, I look at your videos and I'm just like, I can't believe I even made an impact on like anyone's life and it shocks me and I mean like it genuinely shocks me because you have to keep in mind when I'm making my videos I'm at home by myself just talking basically to myself and recording it so I I don't know I feel like when I post these videos I'm hopefully talking to someone that is in the darkest space that I was in. And I hope that this is like a sign for them because I used to use signs on TikTok all the time, which sometimes not the best idea, but sometimes it really does help. Sometimes you just need someone to give you a boost of confidence to get out of bed. And I, I didn't ever really have that. And I just wanted to be that person for someone. And when you know how like I'm known as like your older sister on TikTok. Um, I actually never had any younger siblings. I have an older sister, but I don't have a relationship with her. And that's due to a lot of um, other issues like drug issues and things like that, that I couldn't be a part of. And I, I didn't really get to grow up with the sibling. And I always, I always had so many messes that I wanted to make messages out of, but I never had anyone to ever talk to about it. And 
I think of everyone as like a little sibling to me that's asking me for advice because I never got to give that to someone. So that's when I say I'm like an older sister. It's because I never had any siblings to actually talk to. I felt like only child syndrome, even though I had a sister. You know what I mean? It was weird. And I just wanted to be the older sister that someone gets because I didn't really get that. Are you like the mom friend with your friends? Like, <laughs> honestly, I actually know I'm the mom friend when it comes to my younger friends. Like one of my best friends is 17. Cynthia Parker is literally one of my best friends. But sometimes I feel like the mom friend. And then sometimes I feel so young when I'm with my friends that are my own age. And they're like, <laughs> Morgan, like what's going on with your life? Like my best friend, Wilhelmina and my best friend, Natalie, they've been my best friends for 14 years. Ride or dies, take a bullet for them. They're the best people in the entire world they are like the moms to me and Wilhelmina was actually someone I based a lot of my my perspective off of because she always had the best perspective on how a woman should be treated because her mom is the breadwinner in their relationship and so she had a strong mom role model and so I always looked up to her mom and then how Wilhelmina came from her mom and her dad I was just like this is insane I want this and her perspective always kind of gave me a lot more to work with does that make sense yeah I think meeting her turned me into a better person that's great yeah (laughs) and what's like your biggest just in general your biggest self-love self-care advice my biggest self-love self-care advice if you are ever feeling like shit make a video make a video you don't have to post it anywhere make a video like a video diary and just make it and then watch it after And honestly, for some reason, that's so comforting. I don't know why it's just comforting because when you, when you hear yourself complaining about all these things, you start getting annoyed with yourself (laughs) when you're like, I don't even want to listen to myself. I need to go do something. Like you start, like it starts drilling into your head that you're like, okay, wait, I got to get up. Like, this is what I look like right now. This is how I'm talking right now. Like I can't do this. And then also when I was really sad, I would go on walks And that would like help me clear my head a lot because you realize like, oh my God, there's an entire life outside my house and my room. This is crazy. And then another thing that I would do is I actually, I don't know, is this for kind of like the girly girls? But when I felt like shit about myself, I would honestly just like get ready for no reason and then just look hot by myself. And it made me feel better. I don't know why it just did. So yeah all the time like I'm in yeah. a bad mood I'm like you know what no I'm taking a shower I'm curling my hair I'm putting on this yeah. makeup that I bought the other day we're going all yeah. out right now I feel like I've been like that since high school where it's like if I look good I feel good if I look like shit I don't even know how to feel right now yeah, yeah. yeah. I also like you're saying the video thing I do that all the time and I always like yeah. start video I'm like I know I sound really annoying right now but I don't care like or like literally today my phone was being like really broken <laughs> and I like was freaking out because like I just couldn't get it to turn on so I like, went on like photo with my laptop and I was like I was yeah. like it's just not working and it was like and I showed her like when she I was like it's just not, like I don't know what to do and I'm like this is funny like this is this is funny <laughs> Yeah, but like, you know, what's crazy is a lot of people think on social media, if you post your video diaries, your it's like a cry for help or attention. And I'm just like, no, sometimes it feels amazing to take your sadness and turn it into something creative and just build something from it. 
Like, yeah. why the hell not? Like, what do you think fucking writers for movies did? What do you think the guy from The Notebook, like Nicholas yeah. Sparks, do you think he just wrote this because he was just like super happy in life? Like, no, he like wrote this because he was going through something and he wanted to make something out of it and turn something that was probably a dark period in his life that he could relate to into something that was beautiful and made this amazing fucking movie. Like, it's turning your sadness into creativity is the best thing for you. There's this quote and I don't want to like misquote it or like, I think it's like Meryl Streep at like some award show or it might not have been like, it, it's been changed a bunch of times, but it was like, take that broken heart and turn it into art. And that's like my favorite, like I write, I write like turn it into art just like everywhere. And I, yeah, it's live by that one. It's so true. I totally relate to that. That's awesome. Um, so what are some things that you have learned about posting on social media in the past couple of years? Hmm. Um, don't post your relationship too soon. I think that's one thing. Um, when I was dating, when I was dating Ethan, I literally like posted it like right away because we were just like, it wasn't even about social media. I just like have a thing where I just love to post everything. I love posting. It's just like, I love creating content. It's just me. Like that's me in a bottle. And I posted that and we didn't last like that long. Like we, we ended up like not being together and those videos were still out there for the internet to see. And when we stopped posting together, um, everyone noticed we just kept asking about it. Like people still ask me, are you still dating Ethan? And I'm like, what? (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not dating Ethan. I'm clearly I'm a boyfriend, but yeah, I don't know. And then people will always say like, oh my God, this girl is a new man every month. Like I've been dating my boyfriend for seven months. Like, no, I don't. Like, I just don't. I, I unfortunately post everybody who like, I don't even just post, I didn't even just post him. Like I posted, like I post all my friends that I always hang out with. I'm always like, you want to make a TikTok? Like, it's just, I don't know. I think it's a bad habit of mine. I always love to post, but yeah, I think that was one thing I learned. Stop posting your relationship so soon. How long did you wait to post about your current relationship after that experience? Um, We actually waited a while. Um, So we started talking in November and then we started being boyfriend and girlfriend in February. And the first time we posted together, it was actually, we actually planned to be okay with posting each other at this point because he took me to an event which he never takes any girls to any events so that was like a big thing and there was going to be paparazzi there by the way I'm fucking terrified of paparazzi after this relationship Jesus Christ I hate it it like he will hold my hand and I'll be shaking he'll be like it's okay it's okay um but it was after this Oscars nomination party that he took me to we decided to post then because we already it was already going to get posted somewhere so it's like might as well and that was kind of when we were like okay I guess this is it and yeah I mean we kind of got some backlash but I was just like everyone always has something to say so who cares at this point yeah like, any, any relationship anything you do is like someone's not gonna like it yeah. and anything so- literally anything like I get called the craziest names like he gets called the craziest names and no one knows a story about literally anything they they literally believe anything they read online and it's just like I guess I guess I understand it because it's what you're seeing and that's kind of all the knowledge you have of it but, but it's not a lot of knowledge yeah, <laughs> right. it's not a lot of knowledge but you also have to keep in mind these are real people and you don't know them. They're strangers. 
and you're you have such a high opinion on them like I don't have a high opinion on any fucking celebrities tiktokers anyone that I don't know because I don't know them it's just not necessary but um yeah we got a little backlash but it's okay because I mean it's the happiest I've ever been in a relationship ever so I'm good here's what anyone else you're winning yeah. so <laughs> yeah so what would be your favorite kind of content to make my favorite kind of content yes um hmm I love making advice videos I really do because every time I make an advice video it is um coming from something that I just went through like it is a very fresh thing um but I think some of my favorite content I'm making now is actually, you know, that trend that's happening where people are saying things you don't know about me, like random facts you don't know about me. Um, I love making those trends because people don't know a lot about me. So I just started making these videos of all these random things that people don't know about my life. And honestly, I think people are realizing how unfiltered and raw my personality is due to the fact that I have no filter when it comes to telling people about things they don't know about me so I think that's kind of some of my favorite content that I'm making also my makeup content like this 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 is actually my number one thing um so my friend Chris well it's my boyfriend's friend but now we are friends um my friend Chris he's a drummer and one time we were, this was like a couple weeks ago, we were at our friend's beach house and I see this makeup on the ground and Chris is going to touch up his makeup. And I'm like, whose makeup are you using? He's like, this is mine. I'm like, really? And he said, yeah, I have pimples and I just want to cover them up. This should be normalized. Like people should be like fine with this. And I'm like, you're fucking right. It should be normalized. Like why not? And so I think my favorite content now is doing their makeup like Chris is always down for me to do his makeup Jack loves when I do his makeup (laughs) like he had he I I I will be doing my own makeup and he will ask me to do his makeup and I will like see something I like on TikTok that's like a cool little makeup trend and I'm like can I try this on you and honestly he's a great canvas for art (laughs) and so I think I think it's doing guys makeup for now. Right now is my favorite kind of content. My favorite content is doing my boyfriend's makeup. <laughs> my favorite content is doing my boyfriend's makeup along with his friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. And um, sorry, um, what are some like cool experiences that your platform has given you that you wouldn't have been able to do otherwise? Oh my god. Um, so I think it's more or less like a lot of the events that I've got, like gotten invited to is crazy. The fact that my favorite brands want to work with me now, like, first of all, when I first started doing content, I would work with brands that I didn't actually like love, but I just wanted to make some money because I quit my job in order to do influencing. So I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh God, I hate doing this. And so I didn't want to do it anymore. And so then I got, um, I got like a whole new management and they only ever give me like brand deals with people that I actually love working with. So the fact that Matt Cosmetics knows who I am and wants to work with me blows my fucking mind because I used to go to them every every weekend in high school to just go look at makeup and not buy anything, but just like play with it because like I was a high school student that like had no money. Um, so the fact that they want to work with me, the fact that my favorite brand in the entire world that I wear constantly, that I have an entire wardrobe of, IMG, like invites me to their warehouse. And then like RUMI invites me to the warehouse. Like these are like brands that 
I only dreamed of working with and now I'm able to and that's like a massive thing for me I sometimes think like what the fuck is my life and also the fact that I like on social media have impacted anyone like when I'm like out out and about people know who I am and they like walk up to me and they're like you changed my life like you like I love your videos I love your content like I was at a flaunt magazine party where there were just like tons of really fucking cool people that I thought would never know who I am this beautiful I mean gorgeous woman walks up to me and says Morgan I just wanted you to know that I love your content and you got me through so much stuff and I just keep doing what you're doing and I was just like like she said that to me as I'm next to my boyfriend who usually gets people talking like like asking him for a picture I'm like look I'm I'm cooler (laughs) this is me you're just you're my side piece babe (laughs) it was that was really cool I think just having an impact on anyone's really cool to be honest yeah yeah so who would you classify are like as your biggest supporters biggest supporters like in my life or like okay um my biggest supporters have to be my boyfriend's a great supporter he like he was always there for me whenever I need help my mom and dad my mom and dad for sure they are like my rocks I don't really know what I would do without them my mom is like a legitimate mother like will do literally anything for her baby and my dad is just he's one of the coolest guys ever like if you ever met my dad he's funny as hell like I get my entire like personality from him majority of it I would say (laughs) and he's always supported me through whatever I needed I think it would be them three plus my two best friends Wilhelmina and Natalie they're always always there for me no matter what so yeah I guess those those five core people are my people that's great and now a little bit different from real life supporters do you have any weird or cool fan experiences besides you know experiences um I think okay so the first time I ever got recognized you're gonna think this is so weird I was on my way I was I was in the airport it was like right right when the pandemic was like okay with people traveling I'm, I'm sitting in my chair in New York. Um, I'm sorry, in LAX, just like sitting, waiting for my plane. And I have my mask on. I look like shit. I don't think anyone's ever going to like say anything to me ever. Like I'm just starting social media. This guy, by the way, I'm Jewish. I feel like, I feel like it's not offensive if I say this, this (laughs) Orthodox Jewish man is like staring at me and like, looks, looks at me and like shows me my TikTok. And he's like, I'm a huge fan of you. And literally was like, I love your content. And I'm like, there's no way this is real right now. <laughs> and I was like, I, you should have seen my fucking head. It fucking blew up. I like text my boyfriend at the time. I'm like, you'll have, you have no idea what just happened. Like it was quite the experience. And also I think another fan thing that happened, I don't even know if it was like a fan thing. I think she just knew of me, but I was walking through I was walking in New York on like Broadway with my friend Tijon and out of nowhere, this girl screams Morgan. And we look, cause I think that like, I know this girl I'm, I'm in the headspace where I'm like, I'm, I, people don't know me on social media. I don't know them. Like this isn't a thing. And I think that people just like know me from like meeting me at a party or something. She's like, Morgan. I'm like, I'm like, Hey, like what's it like trying to figure out how I know this girl. And she's like, Oh, you don't know me. Um, I just, I, I know your social media. Can I take a Polaroid of you and your friend? Takes Polaroid of me and my friend and just like 
walks away. I'm like, so she didn't want a photo with you. She wanted a photo. No, with your no. I was, like, was just like, <laughs> I think that was like a cool fan experience. I mean, I don't like to call them fans because I feel like I'm not like that famous to be like have fans. I'm just like a known person on social media. I think they're just more like people that like the shit I post. That's like how I like to <laughs> Yeah, I don't like to think of them as like fans because I've seen fans like I've seen like Jack's fans like I've seen like die hard fans <laughs> and I don't have that so maybe you I do maybe you do maybe it's the orthodox Jewish men in the airport maybe it's the orthodox Jewish men maybe <laughs> that, that is your that is your target like that is your, your fan base right there I'm like, catering your content toward them yeah <laughs> Jewish community <laughs> yeah for sure and do you have any advice for anyone wanting to go into social media yeah, be authentic and don't change for anybody. I think that's one thing that I have stuck to doing social media is if you see the videos that I had when I first started due to the videos that I have now, the only thing that's changed is the fact I'm in a relationship and not going through a breakup, but I have stayed authentically myself the entire time. Always stay true to yourself. That you is very good advice. Because yeah. there are so many people on social media that you see, not to like call them out, because I know that it's like it's like a brand or whatever, they're making money, but like you see the beginning, like how they were and now how they are, and they just have like such a fake personality now just to like make money. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. It's hard to it's hard to watch. I've seen some people go from like the nicest people to like the fakest people when they're around the the right people. I guess the right people, but not the right people because like, babe, you're never gonna like these these are just like random people that do you really want to be friends with? They're probably miserable yeah I mean yeah it's it's been a roller coaster being like in the scene and seeing some some people switch up really fast mm-hmm. yeah um do you have any upcoming plans or goals that you can share with us um I have a lot of things in the works um when people ask me this question I get so nervous I was literally telling my manager today I was like I'm so nervous for people to ask me anything about my future because I just like my end goal in my life is just to be happy and that's it but um, I have a lot of things in the works. I like to stay busy. Um, and I also have, cause I told you I'm new, I have a vintage thing that I love to do. Um, my friend's actually doing a pop-up with me, the Herbert twins and like a ton of other influencers that have like the it girl style. We're doing a pop-up and selling all of our stuff on, I want to say, let's look at this. Hold on. Cause he sent me it today. Um, it's at 10 a.m. to 2, August 6th, and it's going to be at the Revice Warehouse. So that's going to be fun. I think the location might change, but that's going to be really fun. That's something I'm really excited about because then I get to do more vintage shopping. But yeah, I have some stuff in the works and I'm just trying to be happy with my life. That's great. I'm super excited for you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Well, Morgan, thanks so much for coming on. We had such a good time. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. Of course. If anyone wants to follow you online, where can they do that? Um, they can follow me at, at Morgan B. Cohen. That is all of my social medias. And that just includes Instagram, TikTok, and Depop. I have no other social media. Don't follow me on anything else, please. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> yeah. and for anyone listening at home, you can follow our social medias. Our Instagram and TikTok is at acoim.podcast. And our Twitter, where I plan to post at some point, is at acoim underscore podcast. You can follow us there to keep up and hear more about awesome guests like Morgan. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next week on a coming of age movie.